Coming to you live from Dogpatch Studios. You're listening to Cocktails and Clarity. An explicit podcast. Yep, explicit. Where we get all the answers you're too sober to ask for. Hey y'all, welcome back to Cocktails and Clarity with Haley and Hannah. I'm Haley. I'm Hannah. Um, we're so excited to be back. It is Tuesday. It is I've been Tuesday. getting the day wrong, <laughs> so um, really focusing on making sure that's correct. It's Tuesday and what are we doing, Hannah? We are drinking. We're drinking. Cheers. Oh, Cheers. Oh, Feels oh, good. We happen to be drinking a fabulous Don't Cameron Oh, sorry. No, they're not our sponsor yet, so please oh, don't pimp fabulous. them out. I'm so sorry. A 2013, what a year for grapes, am I right? <laughs> that was um, a great vintage. A, a 2013 cab, and it is fantastic. <laughs> I actually think that was a good year for grapes. I think we've covered that before. 2011 was shit, so was my life, so that makes sense. Oh, 2011 yeah. 2013, was, if I was the worst year. I think we spent that entire year on our couch watching movie one through eight of Harry Potter. There's yeah. eight, right? Because there's two number sevens. I think so. But that was also like when you were getting your gallbladder out. And I had a gallstone. When you were clearly out of commission, therefore I was out of commission. So that's actually kind of a really funny story. Um, side note, um, Hannah and I had a really depressing 2011 where we decided not to leave our apartment for a year. And um, we decided, we hey, all have our goals. <laughs> hey, what are we going to do this year? Oh, let's watch all of the Harry Potter movies. So we went to a local video store and got like a video rental account <laughs> and rented them on DVD. And it's like, it's like seven dollars to rent each dvd <laughs> i completely forgot about that and then later we realized like we could and use we the, like, they on demand. All, every single yeah. one of them is on demand for oh 2.99 God. and we had to keep like going back to the video store to return them before we found all of this out it was also i think kind of like an adult video store like it was a shady store we'd come but in shockingly we're like, they had <laughs> harry potter and the we're like hi i'm um, here to rent chambers of secrets <laughs> or whatever I don't even know what they're called and it was a lengthy walk too like I remember we'd wake up in the morning and be like Haley we have to go return the video like we can't be charged what like five dollars for like delay return I wonder if they're still open I think we were their only customers oh my gosh let's go renew our membership um <laughs> let's do that this weekend definitely, I've got time definitely. this weekend we got, to we renew got, our video membership. my Saturday is pretty open um so anyway uh what have you been up to it's been a, it's been a while two weeks it has yeah it has been um I for one am just so thrilled for it to be a new week um Last Friday was the biggest battle. If oh, you don't Friday recall, the 13th it was, was rough Friday for us. the 13th. And I don't think I usually get superstitious about those days, but everything from the moment I got into work was off. <laughs> and like the only thing I can chalk it up to was Friday the 13th. And Mercury is also in retrograde. So it's those two things together. Totally. Had I known that it was in retrograde, then, then I would have just felt better. Like yeah. the whole time I was only like, oh, Friday the 13th. Totally. Had I been like, oh, Mercury classic. You know, that would have been different. Mercury. Um, did anything weird happen to you that day? Yes. What happened to you? Um, two things. 
Well, three things actually. Okay. The first thing is that um, I ordered a Lyft. Shout out to Lyft um, and Rodney, of course, <laughs> um, to take me home from work. And someone else got in my Lyft and took it all the way home, um, which is like in traffic. It's like a forty-five minute drive from my office to cross the city. Um, and I watched them take it the whole way home. I called the driver. She answered once, and she was like. And she didn't make any sense. And then Ugh. I kept calling her and she didn't answer. And I couldn't cancel it because it was like, you can't cancel. You're already in the ride. And then the and worst part is then you can't book another exactly. ride. Exactly. <laughs> so right? I was like, well, I guess I have to go to my arch nemesis Uber. Um, and then, of course, Uber was surging. So I get in my Uber and um, which at this point I've been trying to figure this out for 20 minutes. I get in my Uber, start driving to my house. And on my way, my Uber runs over a pigeon. Like, not, like, legitimately runs over a pigeon. There were, you know, when you see pigeons feeding off of seed in the Ugh, street? Of course. Just, I like, there's pigeons. bread and there's 25 pigeons gathered around the slice of bread. And you go towards them and they and they all disperse. Mm-hmm. They didn't. One, disper- did, not one did not disperse. And we just ran the fuck over the pigeon. R.I.P. That would only Honestly, happen when Mercury's in retrograde. I would like to thank Mercury because I'm so glad we have one less rat with wings. <laughs> I hate pigeons. And honestly, I guarantee it's not even dead because have you seen the city pigeons? They're always like hobbling around with kind of one lingering dangling yeah. claw. Yeah. Their feathers on their head are usually kind of like just like sticking straight up into the right. It's like, like just with waiting a permanent for the, tilt the in their small head. piece of burrito yeah. that might be it's, yeah you know exactly i actually feel to feed off of. i feel like that was a win what I would happened call to that you oh my god so i just every interaction i was having so i'm in a, a recruiting pr- position and i was having a lot of conversations with candidates and everything i was saying was just like a giant swing and a miss like nothing good was coming out of my mouth it was almost one of those things i tried to relate it to you know when you dream i don't know if this happens to you but anytime i dream and i'm running which in itself, I guess, is ironic. I don't know. But it's like lead is like in my feet, right? And so I can't run. Dragging you down. Does that happen to you? No. Like, I don't have what I think would be my normal stride if I were out on, you know, the sidewalk or the streets. Sure. And I felt like that all day, but verbally. Like nothing was coming out of my mouth properly. Mm-hmm. So that was just kind of, I had a lot of weird interactions with candidates all day. And then finally I was like, okay, last call. I just need to, I need to like pull my, my shit together. So I go to call this guy named Austin who has applied for a university recruiter role. And, um, we had exchanged a few emails. Are you interviewing him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. So, um, we'd exchanged some emails and we had it all set to, to talk. So, I go and I, I call him and as soon as the, you know, Austin answers, he's like, hello. I'm like, hi, Austin. It's Hannah, you know, from my employer. Um, is now still a good time to talk? And he's like, yep. And like, he was just being super short and weird in his conversation with me. And so I started even typing out notes like, not engaging, wouldn't be good in front of <laughs> candidates, like doesn't build rapport or whatever. And so I dev- like just dive into my whole massive pitch about the company, the position. I give context on my background because, you know, Austin seems like a guy that cares. And so I do this whole thing. We've probably talked for about 10 minutes. I'm like, so, you know, tell me more about you, Austin. And instantly he's like, well, like, I guess first, how do you have my phone number? And I was like, well, Austin, this is awkward. Um, you applied for the university recruiter role and we've been emailing. And he was like, what? And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm sorry, are you not Austin? Insert last name. And he was like, 
no. And I was like, you mean I've called the wrong Austin? And no joke, I like just flipped around two numbers in the area code. The exact number was completely the same with just yeah. switching the four and the O in the area code. Yeah. And... You I, got an Austin. I got an Austin. Somebody named yes. Austin answered. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But at the same time, did that do anything for you? Like, are you interested? Should I tweak my pitch when I call the real Austin? <laughs> like, are you even looking for a job? Because <laughs> I think we found one for you, buddy. And so it was just so, so bizarre. But I was like, of course, I've now just wasted like 15 minutes talking to the wrong person. And so I asked him even if like this happens all the time. He's like, no. I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. So I called the real guy. I was like, listen, Austin, apologies for the delay. Um, just talked to another lovely gentleman named Austin of San Jose. Um, and so I like tell him this whole story. He, he gets a kick out of it. And at the end of the call, I'm like, you know what? I honestly don't know next steps, but I can guarantee you that this was way better than my original Austin call. So for that, sir, well done. But it was just, it was such a weird coincidence. That's really weird. Fucking so strange. Mercury. Yep. Mercury. Um, so anyways, I'm stoked that it's a new week it's because new I week. just wanted to get, you know, kind of that whole yep. Whole day weekend over with. That was a bad um, week. And so, yeah, without further ado, let's introduce our topic for today. First, you want to know what I love? Um, drinking alcohol all day. Ooh, good one. But more than that, um, um, analyzing how fat your face has gotten. More than that, too. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, compliments. Ooh, me too. Compliments are where it's at. Um, I feel like there's nothing better than being told you're funny, you're sexy, you're smart, thin. All those things. Oh, totally. It's like, you have such a small petite face. Your leggings look great on you. Everyone who broke up with you back in the day is probably kicking themselves. Yes. I feel like we should totally be complimenting each other more. I 100% agree. That's why I'm so excited about Brighton, our new sponsor. Shout out to Brighton. Um, it's a social networking app where you leave anonymous compliments to your friends to brighten their day. So the backstory on Brighton is actually really interesting since they took a very unfortunate situation and turned it into something really positive. So the founders, um, one of their friends passed away in a climbing accident. And after this happened, all of his friends started leaving these really heartfelt messages on his Facebook wall about how much he meant to them. Um, and the founders thought about how great it would be if he could have read those messages while he was still alive. So they started Brighton as a way for people to let their friends know how much they're appreciated and loved yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, go download Brighton today on the app store and start telling your friends how much they mean to you. Um, so over the course of um, our time running this podcast, which has been a few months, a lot of you guys out there have emailed us with questions that you actually want clarity on. So um, we usually focus on getting clarity for... Um, for all of the listeners, are based on things that we personally are curious about. So today is all about um, the listeners, all about you guys. We want to make sure that we're getting all the clarity that you need. Um, and we're going to do our best to provide that clarity <laughs> um, with a little Q&A episode. Um, yeah. And, you know, because, I mean, I think Haley and I will provide as much clarity as we yeah, can. We, does anyone ever go to you for advice? Because no one ever comes to me I for advice. I would say I can probably count on my hand how many times someone's been like Hannah what would you do in this we situation we go to each other for advice so I think we can right we can you know leverage that experience. so I think just to do right by by all of you listening is to you know add another layer into this whole An episode. honest layer um and why are you looking at me weird are we not recording no we 
Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> woo! <laughs> Our producer oh just looked gosh, at sorry, Hannah like, like, with like a deer in <laughs> headlights. The 13th all I'm, over I'm again. I'm on your page about um, that. So anyways, to add another dimension into um, providing clarity, we have brought back a fan favorite. Everybody, welcome Mr. Eric. Hey there. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Talking to the mic, scoot up. Why are you leaning back so far? This isn't a Fat Joe video. Because he's so tall. It's just not set up for my size. No, I'm thrilled to be back. The first episode was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, um, I actually had two people um, that I ran into say they listened to it, which was pretty exciting both times. That's amazing. I hope that continues to happen. So honestly, Eric, you I feel right now, if we're being frank, that you are a little bit undeserving of this role because you haven't even listened to our podcast since your own episode. Well, I listened to my own at least nine times. <laughs> okay, that would explain why that episode has been listened to the most. That's very that helpful. That is our most listened to episode after um, our pilot. So well, we thought we'd bring you back, fan favorite. I'm just very critical of myself, among uh, yeah. well, as well as others sure. as well. But uh, I wanted to make sure that I just studied myself. And, and yeah. this way, this next time, I'm going to put my best foot forward. Um, no, well, Eric, we brought you back because, um, number one, the listeners really like you. And number two, you're just really honest. So we wanted to make sure that we were keeping ourselves in check while we were answering listeners' questions. Yeah, far and away. kind of, you know, getting the male perspective as well. So, um, yeah, let's just kick it off with a question from our listener in Colorado, my home state. Um, so here we go. I am currently in a relationship with someone, and we've been dating for about eight to nine months. Things are going great, but I've noticed recently that we seem to be exiting what I would assume is the honeymoon phase. My question is, have you girls or your guest, oh my gosh, how what did an she honor. know? What an honor. Um, experienced this transition, and how have you handled it? Any tips for trying to keep things exciting and fun? For me, never really having been in a long-term relationship prior to this, I was always excited to get to the level of comfort with someone. But I'm, in con- but I'm concerned that we will get too comfortable and possibly bored if we don't keep trying to keep things interesting. Mm-hmm. Keeping it spicy. Great. So basically, how do we keep it spicy? And, and sort of what is the concern around exiting the, the honeymoon phase? Oh, God. Honestly, I am... Thank I'm, you for being honest, first and foremost. I really appreciate that. We're literally being so honest. <laughs> Someone get me a shot of gin. Um, I No, don't. Please don't. Don't. That was, that was so bad. I can't be puking on the air. Um, so I am way out of the honeymoon phase. I'm in almost a four-year relationship. I think that... I know this isn't a very exciting answer, but the key to keeping things like you know, exciting is to just keep doing, like going out of your way to do nice things for each other. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, like not being lazy about like doing like really nice actions, like getting up early and going to get the person like Starbucks or like make them breakfast in the morning, like stuff like that. And then Mm -hmm. of course, like courtesy beaches. I was just going to say that I noticed the things you were providing or all the things that I know Rob does for you, which yes. is why I find it interesting. He does all of them. That he's keeping it really fun. And I'm just curious until you mentioned a nice courtesy beach, well, I think what it, also, it was that you were doing for him. I think it also just depends. Like, I don't want to make this about me. It's about, you know, our friend in Colorado, mm-hmm. but, um, it also depends on like what they're into. Like I would think that the way to keep something spicy was to like, you know, dress up in like a sexy nurse outfit and like just drop to your knees all the time, like without, you know, 
you know. But even that could get to be routine. But like my my boyfriend, like that's not his thing. Like he would just like laugh at me. You know what I sure. mean? He wouldn't be like, oh yeah, like keeping it hot after four years. It's not anything like sexual or like wild. It's just like it seems like that was your exact answer though. Well, that's what I that's what I like would uh, think it yeah. was, but that's not like what I actually do. So you Sorry. answered the question as if you were somebody else who doesn't know the actual answer. Fair. This is why we have you on, Eric, because you <laughs> Maybe keep, us, keep keeping us on track, keeping us on that track. Kind of weird. <laughs> well, I know. So I know a couple that's engaged, and they do. Um, they take turns planning a surprise date. I think it's like once every two weeks or something like that. And yeah, I think something cute. along those lines is great, right? Because it has that level of intrigue, but it's also factoring in quality time yeah. and it gives you something to look forward to. And and I think so much of the spiciness is doing adventurous things with the person you feel comfortable with. Yes. That's that was really so well said. That was pretty oh nice. My gosh, that was pretty that was, nice. Wow. Are they, are they sponsoring us? Did we, was that the a paid ad? Yeah, that was perfect. No, but it might as well have been. Oh my <laughs> gosh, wow. Okay, okay. I think um, we've we've done this yeah, question some great justice. One, great one. Um, let's um, spice it up a little bit, Haley. Definitely Find something else on up. the list. Um, ooh, this is a good one. This is from a friend in San Francisco. What are the proper shower rules for oral sex? Is there an amount of hours since the last, the, since the last shower? The temperature outside? The bars you attended? Should we care because guys clearly don't overthink it? This is very valid. Very valid, As and I almost would like to start and see if guys think about this. Basically, I know I can see that you're very confused, Eric, and that you don't understand the question, no, which I, I knew it. that I you... get it. I think that this person is that's insane of a question to write. But... Wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> so proving proving this listener's point that He's guys like, don't God, think about a, it. Way to Talk bring into in, the mic. Way to sorry. Way to bring in this, some sort of rule into something that should no, be no, no. You don't understand. Lawless. We are um, women are different from men. We don't just have something hanging out there. We have like no, I get a that. moist I, I'm orifice. No, I'm familiar. Um, is that something? Is that something that anyone should be thinking about? No, no, it's not. What bar did I go to? Okay, that. What's that, the temperature? Am I speaking loud enough? Okay. I'm getting upset <laughs> that these are things that could get in the way between you and your partner. Going to third base. No, I get it. Listen, I That's get it. That's crazy. Oh, it's, it's too hot. I haven't showered since the morning. No. Well. I'm pissed at this point. Okay. I, <laughs> I guess we know the answer. Can you imagine so, if someone said that to you? What if, like, you're... What Sorry, if babe. Girl, it's 85 today. Yeah. What if no, she's was been at, uh, sweating profusely all day? She's been sweating profusely. You guys went on a hike. Yeah. And, like, literally just dripping sweat. And then you come home. Like, are you, like likely to go down on your partner um, or would you be like maybe you should get in the shower okay you're right that situation oh well, the no, tables I'm, have turned no, i'm saying that's a uh it's an internal decision it's not like something that should be decided on there should be no rules on it would be a decision and if the situation allowed for it who cares if it's 89 degrees well i think she wants clarity like should she expect that that is cool or should she like take it upon herself to wash herself um, she should take it upon herself because she's obviously very worried about it. So, Hannah, what do you think? I don't. I doubt her partner in this has ever thought of that. Sure. Um, well, as someone that likes to avoid pretty much any and all oral 
sexual activity, <laughs> I feel that it's not even valid for me to have an opinion on this question. I guess this is a whole other episode topic. That but. alone, I could talk about why is that act even necessary, which I think I'd have a lot of people um, angry about. Maybe we'll get our first thing of hate mail from that statement. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So um, anyways, in response to your question, listener from San Francisco, I totally get that you are concerned about it. I would say as long as you've showered that day, you're all good. If it's been a day, maybe get in the shower. Um, I don't think you should worry about the temperature unless like literally you're dripping sweat profusely. Let's hear from one of our listeners in Massachusetts. So starts out loving the podcast. That was not even necessary, but I wanted to keep it. Thank Thank you. I did have one question for you both finances slash expenses with a significant other specifically in regards to weddings who pays for what do you split it my so and i have some weddings this year um, that we travel for and some are his friends from college who i don't know so i paid for my flight but do i pay for the hotel and gift same with weddings with my friends what should the protocol be on this looking forward to hearing back from you (laughs) This would be my take. And Eric, again, I think that you'll probably be the most likely one to really provide the clarity around it. But um, my take is that, yes, if you're traveling to a wedding and you are the the guest in this situation, I think that as long as you're interested in going to the wedding, you would pay for your flight. But it is up to, you know, your significant other who is attending the wedding because he knows the guests to pay for the hotel and gift. I think. And same as vice versa. I think if it's, of course, a couple that you guys have mutually become very close with, regardless if, you know, one of them introduced you to the other, um, then I would say split the costs evenly. But I think the protocol should be flight. You're on your own. Unless you're dating just some massive baller. They're like, let me take you to this wedding. I'm not going to be like, no, let me pay for my flight. But I would say that that seems reasonable. So if you're the friend, like if you're not the... um the person whose friend is getting married, do you just not mention the hotel or gift at all and just wait until you show up and it's booked? Or like, are you supposed to be like, like, what do you do? You just pretend it's not happening. I, mean, I think the, the gift should, you know, if you go to a wedding, you know, you, you're there, everything's paid for. It's open bar. You mm. just maybe chip in on the gift because you did actually receive benefits. That's kind of a, a give take. Interesting. I don't really see why. And the, the gift fl- would be signed from both of you. Absolutely. The thank you letter would go to both of you. Uh, I hate these wedding gifts so much mm. that I always um, refuse to pay for them, even if it's <laughs> <laughs> even if it's my friend that Jessica has never met, and we travel across the country to go to his wedding, and then she makes me get a gift for him, for your friend. Well, and his soon-to-be wife. Okay, so you don't get them a gift. I never get them a gift. Does Jessica get them? She gets him a gift, and she tries to build me back. She tries to charge you. <laughs> she tries to charge me. As she but rightfully she says, should. She says she feels uncomfortable not getting a gift. Yep. Even though she doesn't even know the people. And I'm like, I feel uncomfortable getting a gift because I do know them. And I know this gift is a piece of shit that he doesn't want. And I'm getting it for a wife that he met after we became friends. So I'm not <laughs> okay. buying her some you know, toaster. So it's basically a gift from Jessica to the future wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And they've probably yeah. never met each other. No, they okay. maybe they maybe met. They're so far removed. But Jessica wants to get her. <laughs> to be fair, I'm on Jessica's side on this. I feel like it's weird to just be like, nope, no gift for you. <laughs> We've known each other too long. I, I, mean, I, I hate the gift so much. I think it's so yeah. ridiculous. I just flew 
to Chicago to see you mm-hmm. in this church. I'm sweating my balls off, and you want me to give you a gift. <laughs> Wait a second. No, you get me a gift oh, if okay. anyone's getting a gift. So basically it's safe to assume that if I one day wed that when I receive, you know, the crock pot I've always wanted, <laughs> I should just thank Jessica directly. Big time, because it, it, it definitely started a fight in our home. I didn't pay for it, and we're mad about it. Okay. So what do you? How do you feel now <laughs> so that you're combining like finances? this is a continuous fight every oh, yeah. single oh, yeah. wedding. The second you guys I got engaged, gift. she's probably like, well, now we're sharing money, and he paid for that fucking gift. <laughs> yes. So that's my only issue. Mm-hmm. I think that you should pay for um, the wedding that you got invited to. You're kind of dragging mm-hmm. the other person as a gift it's, or as a as a guest. It's not you're not really invited. So you're saying so flight and hotel. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but no the gift. gift should be shared if you're with someone much less stubborn than me. Interesting. Okay. Got it. I could just see at the start of every single year being like, "Ooh, we've got 15 weddings this year, so that's guaranteed 15 fights." <laughs> like, no way about around the gift, it. About yep, the gift. Exactly. I'm not buying any yep. more of my friends throw pillows. All right, next. Interesting question. gifts, you know, throw pillows, toasters. That's You've what got they some are. Cool friends. That's what they are. All right. This is um. This is a topic that everyone knows and loves. How long do you wait before pooping around your significant other? I guess I'll take this one. Um, So I think, again, oh my gosh, I said again. Ding, 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 ding. Shot of gin. Shot of gin. Um, So about, oh gosh, three, four years ago, um, I shit in the lake in front of all of my friends. And I think once that happens, it really just, it kind of gets rid of that, that wall um, you this know, both physically and mentally. You mean you were on the shore going into the lake? Nope, nope, You nope, know this nope. story. <laughs> yeah, but some I people think, might not. I think Sorry. We should, could we, should we quickly retell it? Is that too Should I topic? tell this story? We'll tell the, we'll tell the quick okay, story. Okay, I'll tell this story. So, um... We were houseboating. We were houseboating, which is something our group of friends does every Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. or we did for a while. We've taken a few years off, given the drought here in California. So we'd rented the houseboat, and we'd rented it from the same company we had, you know, the two Two years prior, we were on the boat, we're, we're out on the water, and it becomes apparent that one of the toilets is overflowing. And so we quickly realized that, you know, whoever had used the boat before us, the company didn't pump the tank before renting it to us. So at Full first, sewage. there was like a lot of, you know, um, kind of the blame game going on, like who is shitting this much in the toilet or, you know, using the toilet this much that it would already be clogged. We realized this was, you know, kind of a, a company. Full era. tank of shit. Full tank of that shit. we were given. So, you know, most people are like, whatever. We all pee in the water anyways. We're fine. This shouldn't be a problem. And so um, once we realize that the toilets are clogged, that is, you know, my moment where I realize, like, I, I am going to need to shit in a very, very soon um you know, time frame. And it's like the type, I imagine, where, like, your stomach is just, like... Like oh. the most horrible feeling of pain and it dread. Was, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> so everyone's kind of, you know, swimming or some people are, you know, on the boat playing catchphrase. And I discreetly go and just lay on one of the beds, you know, in these like tiny little compartments thinking I'll just talk myself out of it. The mind gives up before the body. I'm fine. So I lay down the cold sweat kicks in and I'm just kind of curled over in fetal position. And all of a sudden I realize like, I, I, 
there's no there's no end in sight there's in no this. way out so this gentleman on the boat who we didn't really know or, or we hadn't been acquainted until i think the day prior pat 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 so pat he was attractive at the time i was single and honestly i was i was interested and so in this moment i'm like well there goes that this is a massive swing and a miss and it was most apparent when pat takes me out to the back of the boat and starts tying a rope on a raft to send me on my way and i was like hey bud um could you give me a minute like he's like oh i'm just so sorry you're going through this i was like thank you but i'm just not ready for this type of you know um you know, escalation in our, our relationship. So he puts me on the raft, sends me out to like, you to know, shit in the, to, to shit, shit in, in the, the water. Lake. He's still standing there. And so eventually he goes and then I, I let it out. I just let it out. And the amount that you have to try to start swimming away from what is happening is something I wish upon no one. How, how um, far off the boat were you when this happened? I was during the event. Gosh. Well, I mean, I was, you know, the rope's length, which was probably from where I am right now to that wall over there. How many feet would you in, say that in, is? And you were, that's uh, 15 feet. And yeah. you were, you were, oh, I also in a had to raft? take off my, you I were had in a raft. Well, it's like more of like flotation to like hold. So your whole body submerged in the water. I'm in the water with my shit. Okay. I have to take off my swimsuit bottom and then I'm swimming and trying to put my swimsuit back on all kind of while it's exiting my body. Would, so, um, I, on that note, on that note, oh thank you again so much. Um, who asked this question? I what did. City? I did. No, oh, but uh, is this a San Francisco. Yeah, listener? it's San Francisco. So yes, I would say after that moment, I haven't had many issues being comfortable around people. <laughs> um, I would say in front How of my. I go with you and Pat. Um, actually, strangely, he like kind of gave me a weird lap dance later that night, which the most so concerning part was maybe he's into this. <sighs> and that was a one time thing. I just I don't care. Maybe to, you are. Maybe I'm secretly yeah. into it, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> next time I'm like, hey, let's um eat a bunch of burgers, get on a boat and see what happens. You like lakes. <laughs> um, so anyways. I would say that I'm extremely comfortable. Am I literally in a bathroom shitting in front of my significant other? No, but I'm very vocal. I tell him, hey, I need to do some business or, you know, I just say I'm going to shit. And then, you know, we have an understanding about giving each other some space, but it's very apparent that it is happening. Yeah. You're a really fast shitter too. I'm so fast. I'm like really slow. Yeah. I'm like an, like an old man. I'm speedy. I'm speedy. <laughs> so Eric- An old man needs to get out the crossword puzzle. <laughs> Just Bring kidding. in a good book. Yeah. Eric, from a man's point of view, because I think in general, this question would be for women, it's very like hard for them to, to get over this hurdle. Whereas- Men, I think it's not as big of a deal. Or would you say that men equally are or like how do you about feel this? about a girl doing it? Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah, I would, I would, before I would do that personally, I would really want to make sure you are in this comfort zone. So I would say, inside of six months, no matter how comfortable you think you are, mm. you might not be as comfortable as that. Wow. That's, that's so you're saying guys actually care? Yeah, what I would I would think that it uh, not that it would actually bother me, but it would bother me that she thought that was okay. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't like the event wouldn't bother me. It would bother me that she somehow thinks that we've gotten to some place where she doesn't need to do her her okay, business in a, private. Here's a hypothetical: you guys have been dating like four months. 
you take her on a sexy weekend getaway to, oh. you know, wine country or San Diego or, mm. you know, Milwaukee, whatever <laughs> floats your boat. Um, you're sharing Milwaukee. a hotel room. Let's say it's not the Four Seasons, but it's also not like the Holiday Inn. It's like, you know, middle tier um, room service, like just living the dream. And um, she goes in the bathroom for, you know, like 10 minutes and then she comes, like, maybe the water's on. Like, you're watching sports on the TV. Like, you don't hear anything. She comes out, and, like, there is a stench <laughs> following. How do you feel? Like, she didn't, like, let it rip loudly in front of you, but, like, she clearly just took a huge dump. How do you feel about it? <laughs> that was such a lovely depiction, Haley. Yeah, no, Thank I'm you. in Milwaukee. It's not a five-star, <laughs> but we got some room <laughs> service. So, obviously, it's kind of nice because they have room service. And I'm watching sports. It's a good cable package. I can really, s- this is a true scenario. <laughs> Um, that has happened, and I would say it is what it is. What can you do? You obviously like this person enough to go to Milwaukee and stay in a non-five-star hotel. Do you but, say but anything? You care do you make a joke? To get room service, which is a sure, sure. You're like obviously, kind of. You splurge for, for the cable yeah. package. So at this point, yeah. you're, but <laughs> you're still in the honeymoon phase at this point, and you just. I see that's totally fine. Okay. Totally okay. Fine. I actually probably would have said I got to go to the front desk and uh, see about a late checkout. <laughs> And gone Fair. outside, but I'm more crafty than that. And how do you feel about purposely covering it up? Like when you walk by the bathroom and you can smell smoke because you know the girls <laughs> lit a match. No, I would to respect like try that. To yeah, pers- no, I definitely, know, of course. Swoop it up or all of a sudden, you know, spring breeze is filling the yeah. bathroom. So that's. I think that's a courtesy. Okay. Okay. See, that goes back to, to my thing. It's not about the actual event. It's about how did she think did that it was be re- reflective of the situation. So sure. if she's lighting a match. Doing the spring breeze, she got the water running, she took a shower, she's doing all this stuff, she's in there for 35 minutes. This is such a commitment to shit in front of <laughs> I'm you. Like, I'm Jesus. like, you know what? She's doing all she can. This yeah. is something that happens to humans daily, yeah. typically. Everyone poops. Yeah. Okay, so great. It's not that big a deal. Most of your, you know, questions, I would say these girls need to just relax and it'll all work out. Except for shitting. No, even with that. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Okay. Great. What else do we have? Um, well, we have a few. We've got some time. Um, let's see. We have a question regarding um, sucking on nipples or um, first date ideas. Which one do we want to take? Which one do we want to take? Let's go with the nipples based on the reaction. Um, another listener in San Francisco asked, do any women get turned on by guys sucking on nipples? Sometimes I just think, does he really like this? And I find myself thinking it's strange how much they enjoy it. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, I guess this is the direct question for the man that no, has joined us. No, it's a question for do any women get turned on by oh, it? Oh, sorry, but I thought I it was like, do they... Again. I was thinking, like, do I they really think that we like this? Is that... Did I totally uh, misinterpret it's, it's that? It's both. It's okay. do women get turned on by guys sucking on nipples, and she's like, I can't believe he really likes this. Is that true? Got it. So it's a two-part. It's a two-part. I personally would say no i feel like it's that same question of like that people used to ask you in middle school of like do you get turned on when you like use a tampon it's the same thing to me Ooh, same thing <laughs> so you really don't like it at all then i just like it doesn't do anything for me it's I mean, like I, uh it's there it's a me, approach it, to me that concept i um am out of the honeymoon phase so mm-hmm. no one's sucking on my nipples but i would say that it's painful it's not like a pleasant like experience. It can be painful. This is um, honestly totally news to me that you would think it was either no. like a tampon or painful. <laughs> that <laughs> okay. to me is like I would like to no, strike th- maybe if, the tampon comment epi- from the record. If this episode shares any clarity, you you just did for maybe, you know, ten percent of your listeners. Sure. 
I also, well, I feel like I've already said the tampon comments, so I can just keep going with keep probably going. how I really feel about this. But like, I mean, women eventually, like the purpose of a nipple is to like feed the young, you know? Yeah. And like, there's something just weird about like, just like your man's head just 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 sitting there sitting like there. sucking like a little baby yes like, sucking out the yes. formula <laughs> the, the milk it's out very strange to, i'm like i'm not producing his, like, small little baby body yes it just yeah. feels weird but like i also am not like partial to like boob play because i have like african tribal tits sure so like i don't prove it <laughs> <laughs> they're like so large and saggy and like i don't want anyone like sucking on them you know it's like That's i'd rather be in fair. a sports bra Yes. Enough about me. Yep. (laughs) No, I, I, so I think you and I are at the consensus that it is not a turn on, but no, I wouldn't say it is. I wouldn't say it is. Yeah. So on the male side, Eric, what, I mean, obviously you're very surprised by this information. Um, would you say that like, as a guy, are you doing this because you genuinely think that the female is like, yes, or does a guy get some, I think guys like pleasure out of it. I don't, Think that they thought the girls hated it. I as think much hate's as a strong word. Period. It's more in I think the female aspect. listeners out there are probably like, I bet like most people don't agree with us. Like that's just a personal thing that you and yes. I happen to be aligned on. Yes. Um, but I mean, I would if a guy went to go suck my nipples, I would never like push him away. I'd be like, no. I just like personally I'm like, that's for him, not me. Yeah. I, I think guys kind of think that, but yeah. maybe not to such a level if they ever got in that situation with you two specifically. And it's now like they know. there's always like things during like sex that like not both people are always going to be super into every single thing that you yeah, could possibly do. Yeah, but I don't do. think guys are doing it 100% for the woman. It's right, probably 70, right. 30 maybe. They're, they're like, I just want to feel like a small infant baby for a few minutes. Yeah, like that's every guy's fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That makes it's perfect just, It's sense. like I'm an infant and you're my mom. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. That's why uh, guys do a it. Typical fantasy. When I said 70 30, I meant like 95. <laughs> a classic <five>. role play. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, this is from this is from Amir. <laughs> Sorry, Amir. <laughs> Sorry, Amir. <laughs> um, I don't know where Amir's from, but we only know his name, Amir. Do you think less of a potential boyfriend or dude you were dating if he, make, if he made less money than you? That's a really, really good question. Honestly, I don't. I would like to think not. I don't, I've never really had the what's your salary conversation. Yeah, wait, can, just for, just before I hear your answers, how, how did you find out this information? Is it like, cause he's in such a profession, it's just so obvious or did you mm. like see his W-2 when you were right, snooping through Right, right. I feel like it depends on how it comes up. That's such a W-2 good point. W-2 is like a tax statement of income. Right. If it's... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I would say if uh, you... The biggest clarity on this episode. My answer I don't know to if you guys get W-2s. A podcast for all of your tax questions. <laughs> um, I uh, think... So how'd you find out? Yeah, I, I don't know because I didn't ask the question, but I think that... Um, what I would say to this is if you guys are both able to live a similar quality of life and a similar lifestyle and like, he's not saying, no, I can't like go to the wedding with you or like, I can't like fly to come see your family or I can't do any of this, like, or I don't want to go to dinner because of money. And it's like kind of hindering the things you're able to do, then potentially it could be a concern. But I think like if he happens to make a little bit less than you, but you guys are both like on the same in the same tax bracket. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice. no biggie. Like, fucking 
you know, we, we're women. We, we can make a lot of money these days and like, it's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I would never like look down on somebody for making a little bit less. I think it just, especially de- cause you know, we're such successful podcasters totally. and like who would possibly be able totally. to, you know, keep up with us. I think it's just very dependent on what, what it is that they're doing. Like, let's say, you know, if they're in a, you know, educational field or, or they're a teacher, like, I think that that's very admirable work and, Yes. I mean, everyone knows like on a teacher salary, it's going to be, you know, probably Mm -hmm. less than average. So I think it just depends on what it is that they're doing. And that's more sort of like the, like, I would never think less of a guy I was dating because he was a teacher. You know what I mean? Yeah. A a financial standpoint. He can still do stuff with you. Yeah. I mean, like it's more, I wouldn't ever think less of them. It's just, you know, how do we adjust our lifestyle accordingly? I would say if they're making, less than me and they're in a good job, but they've just never like been promoted or they never like been successful in their role like mm-hmm. that. I would almost have more of a they're, like, not, flag about, about their motivation versus sexier than someone who's like really good at like their job and what they do. Totally. So, like regardless of how much money that actually reels in mm-hmm. the bottom line is that like they're passionate about something and they're good at something. Exactly. So Amir, you know, keep striving for that raise or don't. No one will really notice. Just stay in the same tax bracket. Just don't yeah. suck on their nipples. Eric, exactly. how do you feel about a woman that makes a lot more than you? Um, that would be cool. Yeah, I'm, fuck yeah. I'm I think it depends it. on You're what not you the make, right person too. She like, can buy all the wedding gifts. Like, <laughs> Eric is a, a very successful, I would say, man. So it's, you know, adding to that is great. Like, if someone made less than me, like, there would maybe be more of a problem on what we'd want to do with our lives. No, I think it's cool. Women you know? make a lot of money. I think it's cool. I love money. And so why? The more I'll, money we can have together, the better. Yeah, why would I care? Yeah. I'm not like, I'm, I'm obviously very Money funny. never sleeps. <laughs> you could doesn't. always make more money. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm obviously very financially motivated, but it doesn't, it's not like some source of like ego I have over my significant other. And I would hope that no women, if they are high income earners would, would like fear that. I know. That'd be terrible. I feel like no matter how much money a guy made, like I must always have my own income as well. You know what I mean? Like I could never like, absolutely just not supplement to pay for all the fucking ridiculous things that I pay for Mm -hmm. maintenance, maintenance. Okay, well, I guess I think we, we should wrap maybe wrap up. up. Um, this we have so many more questions. We have but so many more. We, we don't want to make it too long for you guys. Um, I mean, just giant shout out to all of you that wrote in. Really thoughtful questions. Thank you so much. We're so sorry if we did not get to all of them. Um, honestly, I love responding to your emails. So feel free to shoot me an email if you really did want answers to your questions, and I will craft something. I promise. Um, Eric, you look Wait, like you're not yeah, done. No, I, I actually, okay. I didn't, get, I didn't okay. really get a chance to look through all these questions until just recently. And there was someone in San Francisco that asked a question that I think oh, we just, we can't <laughs> not reference. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, question. Please do. And personally, is it going to start this with This is a not talk if you don't mind. <laughs> and this is number one. We're fast forward to number one. It's um, night guards, period. When would you bring them into a relationship? What about spontaneous sex? <laughs> Pop it out real quick. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> so I don't, I, <clears throat> I think I know what a night guard is, but that question would make you think it was something totally different. <laughs> so walk us through what you think it is and walk us through it what absolutely could be sounds, totally different. It absolutely sounds like a sex toy. I mean, a, a night guard. Would you, when would you bring it into a relationship? 
why would you bring in some sort of braces into a relationship? What about spontaneous sex? What about it? All right, Eric. In defense so, of our whoever listener whoever wrote base, that question, I apologize, but that's wild. In defense of our listener base, a night guard is something that keeps you from grinding your teeth. It's not sexy. If you grind your teeth, you should sleep with a night guard to, you know, avoid grinding away your enamel, which will never go back. And I feel like Pro Enamel could be a sponsor for us with that seriously. comment. My mom's a dentist, so I know all about this. Okay, Thus, so then can you answer the if question? You're in, then? If you're in a serious relationship, you should technically sleep with your night guard, which is just not sexy. Like you roll over and like it's like like you can see your night guard. <laughs> like it's like not a cute thing. It's like sleeping in a retainer. So then you seem to be very knowledgeable on this topic. When would you bring that into a relationship? That is like honestly, I think that's fair. I've I have a night guard and a retainer, and I've never worn either of them when I sleep with my boyfriend. Are you kidding? No. Wow. Not that he would care at all, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like it makes, like, you know, like, your breath a little funkier. Like, you sleep with your mouth open. And yeah, you're grinding your teeth. Well, he's never That's had not any sexy. of that feedback. You're right. My enamel's wearing off. It must be. But mm. I, I just, like, that's not really the, you know, sexy way I want to present myself at night. So I totally get her question, but I think I just like also don't like wearing my night guard or retainer. So I use it as an excuse. I'm like, Oh, well not tonight. It's like, like I'm sleeping with somebody else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's not because like he would actually it's care. It's like your cheat day. So I think of your night guard. Exactly. But I think after like three months, you can bring the fucking night guard. Okay. Like the, about the same time when the honeymoon phase so ends. So to our listener in San Francisco, the answer is three months. That's when yes. uh, you can just, Pop it in. So Just sexy. Just pop it in. It's so <laughs> sexy. Spontaneous sex. Yeah, night guard. What's so up? Cool, yeah. <laughs> if anything, it'll protect you from like, you know, it's it's like one of those guards you wear when you play sports, right? Like a mouth guard? A mouth guard. Yeah. yeah it'll protect you from any like sex injuries. Okay. That's a different approach. <laughs> um, Getting all right. further away from understanding what a night guard is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we've learned what a night guard is um, and that three months is... The protocol. Yeah, three months. That's the three answer. Three months. Okay. Three months. Completely reasonable. Um, well, let's just revert back to what I was getting after, unless, Eric, something else is calling no, your name. No, I read name. through. That's the highlight. Okay, great. Um, again, Eric, as always, what a pleasure. Oh, you found something no, else. No. <laughs> Get this away from me. I'm not we're done. That's fine. <laughs> Those are some insane questions, by the way. <laughs> All right, why don't you just end this for us, Haley, because it's not going well. All yet. right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cocktails and Clarity with Haley and Hannah. Eric, it's been great to have you. Always you. so honest, providing clarity as usual. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to tune in. We're doing an episode on Friends with Benefits with a live guest that has been one of our friends with benefits. Should we say how to contact us? Nope. <laughs> no, I thought that was... Okay. Email us. <laughs>